Hello, friends. Welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. This is Gabby. How are you today? I have some amazing news. It's cold in Dallas today. <laughs> this makes me very happy. Um, I got a bright pink puffy coat for my daughter, which just happens to match my bright pink puffy coat, which I haven't been able to wear in a very, very long time. And so both of us broke out our pink puffy coats this morning, and I don't know, for some reason, it made this place feel a little bit more like home, just the fact that I could put on my puffy coat and walk outside and feel the brisk air on my face. And yeah, if you're like me and you grew up somewhere where it was always cold in the winter, when you come somewhere where there are days that are almost 80 in the winter, um, it takes you by surprise. I'm not going to say it's always terrible, but it just doesn't necessarily feel like Christmas time. <laughs> so I'm just happy. I think I talk about the weather on here a lot, but let's just be real. Moving to Dallas from Denver, it's a big change in the weather. And I didn't realize how much that was going to affect my psyche. <laughs> so there you go. A little glimpse into my mind and my heart. Um, This past week, I launched my devotional the most joyous news. Some of you have been lucky enough to have signed up early, and so you're getting them to your email, but I have really exciting news, and that is it is now available on Kindle. So if you want to buy a copy of The Most most Joyous News, it's a 10-day Christmas devotional, you can do that on Kindle. Um, word to the wise, if you're trying to do it on an app on your phone, I think specifically iPhones, the app will not let you download it. But if you go in your browser um, and just go to Amazon that way to buy it, you can totally download it to your phone and your Kindle app and whatever. I just realized uh, that that wasn't working. So I went and Googled it like I do most everything. And they said, well, Apple just <laughs> charges Kindle a lot of money to uh, download their stuff through their app. So I don't know what the deal is with that. But don't be discouraged. You can download it on your phone because I know most of you will. But anyway, I hope you will go find it. Again, it's called The Most Joyous News. I'm pretty sure that's the only thing on Amazon with that name. So enjoy it. I have been loving this devotional. And yes, I wrote it, but really the process of writing it, I'm probably the most blessed of everyone because I was able to revisit this Christmas story and really have it come alive in my mind and my heart. And I'm just amazed, actually, as I just um, had this idea to make the devotional kind of dropped into my heart by the Lord. And when I got into the writing of it, I, I was amazed at how much this lines up with my core message, which is about dreaming and trusting God with your dreams and trusting God with the promise that he gives you and um, really seeing the beauty of who he is and all of that. So I've just loved it. I cried so much when I was writing this, which I also get really emotional when I listen to music. And most of the time while I was writing it, I was listening to the soundtrack of the Nativity Story, which is beautiful. So when I'm listening to like this amazing rendition of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel and writing about the shepherds in the fields, all of a sudden, all of a sudden having a visit from an angel. Well, yes, that did make me cry. 
in Starbucks into my coffee. I know, you wish you were there. Apparently, I'm in a weird mood today, but that's good, right? Anyway, I wanted to share a little bit of what's inside the Stevo, partly, mostly just to bless you, and because it's Christmas time, and I would love to do some Christmas podcasts, and partly to maybe get you excited and see if you want to go check it out on Kindle. So today in the podcast, I wanted to talk about Mary. I love Mary. For so long, I felt a little bit turned off to Mary because I felt like, um, you know, there was some Mary worship going on in the church. And I don't know where I even got that from, except, you know, like Catholic tradition, which some of it is quite beautiful. But last year, I just got so moved by Mary's Magnificat, which if you go on the website, on my website, you'll see actually a blog post about Mary's Magnificat, which I think you will love, and just how Mary is like such a warrior and such a dreamer and so fierce and passionate and strong. Like, the woman's faith is astonishing. So I love this woman. But she is the very first person that I wrote the devotional's voice through. So each Devo day is written through someone's voice that was there in the first Christmas story, like Mary or Joseph or a shepherd. Um, so I just wanted to talk about Mary. Let me actually read you the Devo day one. It's pretty brief, but I think you will love it. And then let's talk about it a little bit more. So it starts with Luke 2, 1 through 5 in the Passion Translation, which says, During those days, the Roman Emperor Caesar Augustus ordered that the first census be taken throughout his empire. Quirinius was the governor of Syria at that time. Everyone had to travel to his or her hometown to complete the mandatory census. So Joseph and his fiancée, Mary, left Nazareth, a village in Galilee, and journeyed to their hometown in Judea, to the village of Bethlehem, King David's ancient home. They were required to register there, since they were both direct descendants of David. Mary was pregnant and nearly ready to give birth. And then the Devo starts again in Mary's voice. The timing seemed terrible. My round belly had fallen low. I knew my son would be born soon. I felt the pains come and go, and my mother would look at me and say, It will be any day now. But we didn't have a choice about this journey. We had to go. Everyone had seen what the emperor could do to those who ignored his decrees. So as the baby kicked and my muscles cramped, we gathered our few few supplies and departed on our ten-day walk to Bethlehem. Little did I know then that, while it seemed so hard, and I wondered why God would have chosen this particular moment for his son to be born, This trek we had to make in the midst of hardship was, in fact, God's hand, his way of fulfilling that which he had foretold through the prophet Micah so long ago. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. Micah 5.2 This most difficult of journeys fulfilled the word of God. Oh, what a humbling honor to be chosen for such a journey. If you are on a painful, difficult path right now, trekking through wilderness with the discomfort of a full promise inside of your belly, don't question God. Instead, fall before Him and worship. 
Trust the Almighty and know that it is precisely this journey that will take you to the place He has preordained for your promise to come to pass. Mary. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did um, writing it. I was just blown away when I dug into this story about Mary having to travel to Bethlehem. I went on Google again and I was like, how long does it take? How long did it take Mary and Joseph to get from point A to point B, um, from Nazareth to Bethlehem? And online it said it was, I think it said it was like a seven to 10 day journey. Um, and with just imagine being nine months pregnant, any of you women out there who have experienced this, just imagine that and either having to ride like on a bony donkey's back or walk all that time when you're that pregnant. And not just that, like they had no idea where they were going to stay when they arrived. The fact was like this timing was terrible. And I think some of us think, okay, God, you've given me this promise and now you're telling me to take this path that is so completely difficult. And yet it's obvious that I have to take this path right now while this promise is like heavy inside of me. I don't actually know what Mary was thinking. Mary was probably a much more righteous woman than I am. But if I was her, I would be saying, God, this is your son. Why is it now that we get this decree from the emperor saying we have to go register? This is crazy, God. Are you watching out for your son? Are you watching out for me, the one who is carrying your son? Is this really the way you want this promise to come to pass? The timing could not be worse. How many of us have done that? I mean, I know I have done that. Even this year has been like a belly full of promise, but the journey has been so much harder than I expected. It's even tempted me to stop believing in what God has placed inside of my life. Has that ever happened to you? When I looked at this story and realized Jesus even came out of this kind of wilderness journey in the most terrible timing, the very hardest situation you could imagine having to walk all that way at nine months pregnant. That's, that's how he came into the world as a, a difficult promise come true. What about you? What is that promise that you're holding inside of you that just feels so weighty and so hard to travel with? And yet God has you on this journey to a destination. Maybe you know what your destination is. Maybe you know you're going to Bethlehem. Or maybe you're not sure where you're going. And you're just having to look into the sky and say, God, I don't know where you're taking me, but you've given me this promise. Please get me through this journey. I'm right there with you guys. I don't know where this promise is going to be born. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know what my destination is, but I have to believe that this same God who entrusted Mary with the greatest promise of all time and then took her on this painful journey is also with me on my painful journey as well. And that when I get to the destination, 
it's going to make sense. It's going to be his prophecy over my life fulfilled. How amazing is that? Like, this is a trustworthy God, you guys. And he's not going to take you through something easy just to make it easy. He's going to take you on the right journey for your promise. So don't be discouraged. And like Mary said in this devotional, fall down before him and worship. He is completely trustworthy. And that is my little sermonette about Mary and the promise that she held inside of her. I'm so thankful that she was obedient. I'm so thankful that she was full of faith. And I'm so thankful for the beautiful Savior of the world that she held inside of her. He's everything to me. He's everything to you. He is the fulfiller of all promise. Have a wonderful week, you guys. Be encouraged in your promise. I'd love to hear where you're at with your own journeys, your own stories. And again, hop over to gobbyruth.com, the blog um, with Mary's Magnificat, and also go check out uh, the most joyous news 10-day Christmas devotional on Kindle. Enjoy. Thank you again for being here. Bye.